Hello there. This is Season 1, Episode 3 of Faith Family Freedom. My podcast today will focus on exploring the intricacies of a mother's relationship with her adult son or sons and how much different this dynamic is from the mother with a young son relationship. The subject is very near and dear to my heart and near and dear, I would imagine, to the hearts of any mom who has raised a son to adulthood. Our relationships with our adult sons are special relationships that are very different from our other relationships in life. As moms, we often often have a very special bond with our sons that hopefully and prayerfully will be healthy and last for a lifetime. However, as our sons grow into adulthood, our relationships with them do change and evolve. So today I'm going to explore some of the joys, but also the challenges of the evolution of this relationship from a Christian mom's perspective. To begin with, it's important to recognize that the bond between a mother and son is very unique. A mother is often the first person to hold her son. My experience was a little different in that I only held my son at birth for just the shortest moment. He was delivered with his umbilical cord wrapped around his neck twice. When he came through the birth canal, the cord tightened and cut off his air supply. Um, We were very fortunate, and I know this, that um, God allowed things to happen so quickly. The OBGYN knew when my son's vitals plummeted in the birth canal that he that the cord had tightened down around his neck in the birth canal and that he wasn't breathing so he delivered him so quickly and had the umbilical cord unwrapped so quickly that he only had a couple of seconds without oxygen but and i know moms even i've had friends who had the exact same experience that didn't have the same fortunate outcome and my heart just breaks my prayers go out to carry a baby nine months and then something like a cord around the neck that might not have even happened if it would have been a c-section or something would be oh I can't imagine the burden of having to live with that the rest of my life it would be so hard so My heart just breaks for those moms who have a different outcome. But in the case of our son, when he was born, he was in respiratory distress. So he wasn't breathing and he was a deep blue, purple color, lifeless. He had no movement. He was just slumped, just just lifeless. I mean, he, he... Sadly, he looked dead. Everything that the doctor tried to do did not arouse him at all. It didn't um, cause him to start breathing or crying. So they just very quickly placed him on my chest, not long enough to even really see him or touch him or give him that first kiss. And then he was rushed to the NICU and Thankfully, they did have a NICU at this hospital, so they were able to place him on oxygen, but he remained there overnight, so I didn't get that first day with him at all to 
touch him, hold him, nurse him, all those things that new moms want and need so much. This wasn't our only scare with him. At 12 days old, he quit attempting to nurse at all, and we were unable to rouse him for about a 24-hour span of time. Um, we thought we knew what the problem was because he was a projectile spitter, and his dad had been too. So we took him to the emergency room, and as we had been thinking, he did have pyloric stenosis, which is a condition where the pyloric sphincter, which is located at the base of the stomach um, and at the entrance of the large intestine, it closes off over a matter of days or months until it literally ch starves the child to death. And my husband had lost a lot of older men in his family because Prior to my husband's generation, they just didn't have a treatment for it or even knew what was causing it. The child would just have failure to thrive until they wasted away. And with my husband, it took about a month before they found that he had the pyloric stenosis. But our son dropped from a robust nine pound, four ounce, rosy, chubby baby boy over 12 days down to six pounds i can't remember how many ounces but by day 12 of life he had lost three pounds and we weren't even aware of it because we were watching him every day and we weren't seeing that he was starving to death right in front of us so he was transferred to our children's hospital where he spent a month due to the surgery to the to correct the pyloric stenosis and then he had a subsequent um, antibiotic resistant staph infection. So those were very terrifying times for this first time mom. And from that point forward, I watched him grow from that completely helpless, almost didn't even get to survive infancy to become an adult to the child who, I mean, that first that first month of his life, he was thrown three curveballs that should have taken his life. But I just think God had a plan for him because as a child, he would come home from kindergarten every day and we would ask, how was his day? And he would say, it was the best day of my life. And every day he would come home. It was the best day I've ever had. Just so full of happiness and positive energy. And he had younger sisters that he loved so much. And he always, from a toddler on, wanted them to have the best and gave them the best. And he always took the worst, which was sometimes not getting anything at all. Um, and then we have been blessed to watch him mature into a loving, loyal, very capable adult who's right now purchasing his first home and starting his path toward receiving his doctorate. That bond is so incredibly strong between him and myself that it's almost unfathomable. Um, as our sons grow and become adults, our roles change though. And that's the hard part because we're no longer able to protect them from every challenge that or every curveball that's going to be thrown into their path um, 
they're going to face challenges in life and we have to be able to let go and allow them to make their own decisions even if their decisions take them down a path that isn't the one we as Christian parents have set for them. They're going to make mistakes and it's very hard to watch it without intervening, but sometimes they need to make those mistakes obviously to learn from them. As Christian moms, we have a unique perspective on this relationship because we believe that our sons are a gift from God and it's our responsibility to raise them, to nurture them in the admonition of the Lord, in the ways of the Lord. And this means that we must teach them to love God and follow His commandments. We must also teach them to love and respect others in the same way, to be kind, compassionate, to be responsible, to be selfless, to always put others above themselves especially at the point that they're going to have a wife and children. We want them to be good spiritual leaders in their families. So as our children, our sons grow into adulthood, we may find that they begin to question those morals and beliefs, those tenets of faith that we've raised them in, or to test the spreading of their wings and freedoms by making decisions that break our hearts, that hurt us as their Christian parents. This can be a difficult time for moms and dads and sons, um, and we may feel like we have failed in our role as Christian parents, but it's important to remember that our sons are individuals. They, they must they, they have to make their own choices in life. As hard as it is for us, we have to cut that umbilical cord, as I was referencing earlier. And we, the only thing we can do is just be kneeling on our knees beside our beds in prayer for them and offer them as they desire it, our guidance and support. Ultimately, however, the decision to live their lives like Christ is their own. They have to grow into, it's essential that they grow into their own faith, not simply continuing to rely on the faith of their parents. One of the greatest challenges that many Christian moms face in their relationships with adult sons is finding a balance between being supportive and being overbearing. It can be tempting to want to control every aspect of our son's lives, but this isn't healthy or productive. Instead, we need to learn to trust that God has his own special plans for our sons. I love the passage, Jeremiah 29, 11. You're probably already thinking about it along with me. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. We need to place this level of trust in God and His plan for our sons because He loves them more than we ever could, which is also hard to fathom. And what we need to do is just offer our love and support as they navigate through those ups and downs of young adult life and learning to be out on their own. Another important aspect of the mother and adult son relationship is communication. 
as our sons become adults, <laughs> they may not always want to openly communicate with us. They may not want to share every aspect of their lives with us anymore, which is sad because um, with our boys as they're coming up through elementary and into junior high, maybe not so much high school, but they share with us, at least some sons share with us too much to the point it's TMI, it's too much information. But then once they're adults and they aren't as communicative sometimes, it's hard and you wish you could go back to that level of too much information. Um, but as they become adults, they may not want to be that conversational with us. And this can be very difficult, especially for moms like me who were accustomed to being intimately involved in our son's lives and his sharing of intimate details about his life throughout his time living in our home. But at this age, at this stage, it's important to respect our son's boundaries and privacy, allowing them to have their own space. And at the same time, we should be open and honest with our sons about our own feelings and concerns, which is more because we don't want their lack of communication to cause damage to the relationship from our end because as moms we can be sensitive and wear our feelings on our sleeves and we can even be grudge holding that seems petty but i don't know how to explain it but we can get a chip on our shoulder at times if they're not communicating with us and so we have to be open and honest about our needs without being or coming across as selfish or petty or needy. Um, but communication is the key to maintaining a healthy and loving relationship with those young adult sons. And finally, it's important to remember that our relationship with our sons are a reflection of our relationship with our father. As Christian mothers, we need to strive to model Christ's love and grace in our interactions with our boys. We need to offer forgiveness and grace when they make mistakes because they're going to, and with a lot of prayer, show them unconditional love and support, just as our Father shows us unconditional love and support. The relationship between a mother and a son is such a special, unique, hopefully lifelong relationship. So as Christian moms, we have a unique perspective on this relationship and it's very important that we recognize the challenges and the joys that come with it. By trusting in God's plan for our sons, we can let go and let God, I know y'all have heard that phrase, but it's true. We can let go and let God have control of their lives and possibly even have more joy enjoy them more and worry less over our favorite guys. And we'll just keep that a secret from our husbands because they want to be our favorite guys. And it's a toss up. We're crazy about them both. We know that as moms. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my thoughts related to maintaining a healthy and fulfilling relationship as a mom with an adult son. 
May God go with you and bless you along your own journey as a mom with sons or sons with a mom. Thanks so much.